Do you know what it is that you're supposed to do? Or where it is that you're supposed to be? But something keeps getting in the way? Does the song Almost There describe your life? Well then right now, plug into the Power Narrative, Chapter 17, What's the Hold Up? I am your host, B. Green, a.k.a. Belief Narrative, empowering you through awareness, inspiration, and motivation through the power of story. If you like your time here in the power plant, please like, subscribe, comment, and hit that notification bell. This chapter is where we start to put things together. We start to understand how these seemingly random events that didn't work out actually do. That these events were much, much more than coincidence. To get you caught up, let's recap some of the previous chapters. You become aware of your negative contribution to the situation that you don't want to be in. And you stop. And you start to sow new things, which puts you at odds with your current environment. As the opposition grows, you have the option of cowering back down, getting back in line for fear of losing what you built on dysfunction. Or you can take that stand on the right principle. So you choose to take that stand. Uh, but it doesn't turn out the way that you wanted it to and everything falls apart. And you pick up the pieces and you attempt to move forward. And you are not where you were, but you are not yet where you need to be. <laughs> now be prepared because this next part of the journey I call the hold up. One of the last books that Dr. Seuss put out before he died was called All oh, the Places You'll Go. I mean, I was so inspired by this book that we bought a graduation card with a quote from this book for one of our children. Basically, it's about how the journey is much more important than the destination. Now, there's a very significant part of this story that describes a place Dr. Seuss calls the waiting place. A place you find yourself because you didn't understand the purpose of this vital part of your journey called the holdup. So instead of waiting patiently, you get the wrong message. You can give up on what it is that you set out to do. Or, instead of being patient because nothing seems to be happening, that you try to make or force something to happen before it's time. Any of those scenarios describes how you can wind up in this place that I'm about to describe. <clears throat> oh, the places you'll go. You'll be on your way up. You'll be seeing great sights. You'll join high flyers who soar at high heights. Except when you don't. Because sometimes you won't. I'm so sorry to say so. But sadly, it's true. The bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to you. You get so confused. 
that you start in a race down a long wiggled road at a breaknecking pace and grind on for miles across weirdest wild space headed I fear towards a most useless place the waiting place for people just waiting waiting for a train to go or a bus to come or a plane to go or the mail to come or the rain to go or the phone to ring or the snow to snow or waiting around for a yes or a no everyone just waiting or waiting perhaps for their uncle Jake or a pot to boil or a better break or a string of pearls or a pair of pants or a wig with curls or another chance everyone is just waiting no that's not for you waiting to understand before you make that next move because you are afraid of failure which you feel like you just did because you took a stand for the right principle and now you seem to be punished for it waiting on permission or someone else's approval for a vision that only you see and that only you can understand because it belongs to you so let's go back and see what this holdup is so that we can understand its importance and not misinterpret its function now we say things like everything happens for a reason until something happens that we either don't agree with or we're clueless about. So what is the holdup? I can best describe it like this. The holdup is the space in between your anointing when the light bulb comes on and you understand what it is that you're supposed to do and you're excited about it and your appointing when you actually step into the role that you were created for. That space is the hold up. And this is where you understand the value of the virtue called patience. And let's be clear, patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to behave well while waiting. Full disclosure, this historically is the space in which I have gotten into the most trouble I have ever gotten into in my life. And I'm sharing this because if this is the case for me, then it's probably the case for some of you. All the times that I should have just waited and been patient. Oh, no, but I have to force something to happen. I got to make something happen right now. Can you hear all my progress and hard work crumbling? I can. How far out the way I have taken my life on more than one occasion. But grace and mercy allowed me time to learn this lesson. And I'm still learning it. 
I was working a vendor event a few years back with my wife. You know, things at home were amazing. My issue was an internal one. You see, spiritually, for the first time ever in my life, I felt lost. Conversations that I had with my wife explaining how I felt. Now, it was a wonderful thing to have somebody to talk to about how I felt, but I still felt this way. Well, this particular event, she ran into some lady that she knew from before. Later, when that woman was free from her table, she came over to ours and she started to catch up. Instead of the typical, oh, hi, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. No, this conversation got deep. When my wife asked her how she was doing, this was her response. Truthfully, <laughs> right now, God has me in a holding pattern. And my ears perked up. And I said, why, whatever do you mean? And her explanation blew my mind. Now, I'm going to share my version of what I understood her to say. Imagine you find your purpose and it requires you to take an international flight to somewhere else. And I'm not talking about no quick flight. You're going to be on this plane for a long time. You're excited about all the things that are coming up, these life-altering events that are going to take place as soon as you get there. And the anticipation continues to build and build. And now you're getting like super close. And you start to freak out a little bit because you're like, I just want to get off this plane. But you reel it back in and you distract yourself and you calm down. And then, oh then, the announcement comes on from the captain. Bing boom. This is your captain speaking with an update. Due to inclement weather conditions and where we are in line, flight control has put us in a holding pattern where we will just continue to circle around the airport until conditions are safe for us to land. And now you're like so close. It's like you could almost see your destination. And now all you can do is just circle and circle around. And you just want to get off this plane. And the person behind you has a child who just keeps hitting your seat with the toy. And then they start crying. And then you start wondering why, what's going on. If only I could just. But you have to wait until it's your turn. I mean, it's not like you can get off the plane. And this lady continued to explain that the holding patterns in life can be much, much longer than the example on the airplane. Now, it can be years between your anointing and your appointing. Now, there's a certain number of variables that we need to look at because everything happens for a reason, right? One, just because you know what it is that you're supposed to be doing and you're on your way does not mean that you are ready yet. Scenario number two, you're ready, but the other people involved in the success of that venture are not yet ready. 
there are people that need to develop first. Or there's people in the way that need to go first. Scenario number three. You're ready. And the other people that are, are to be involved in the venture, they're ready. But the need that you were created to solve has not happened yet. Or there could be any combination of the above mentioned scenarios. But what to do while you wait? My advice? Trust and believe. Sometimes we see the holdup in the wrong way, like I used to. I looked at the holdup like there's something preventing me from where I need to be. From what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Or from what I'm supposed to have. You really need to watch them supposed to. You see, by this point in my life, I'm supposed to have this. Or I'm supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be experiencing this. But now this happened and, and, and I'm held up. You feel like you're being robbed. I look over there and I see somebody doing what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Having what it is that I'm supposed to have. And all the while, you're neglecting what you have. You fail to appreciate the present moment. You fail to surrender to what it is that's going on in your life. Once you do that, it opens up a world of possibilities of what you're really supposed to be doing now. Trust and believe you are exactly where you're supposed to be for now. Even if where you are right now is just designed to show you that you should never come back to this situation. When this woman described the holding pattern, the light bulb came on and I found out that I wasn't lost at all. I was exactly where I needed to be in this portion of my journey. The truth, the holdup is designed to get you to move in a direction that you never thought possible. Sometimes you only see life as moving forward or backward when the direction that you need to be moving is up and you can't do that trying to move forward I was just having a conversation with my nephew where he was asking me about an extremely difficult point in my life and I was describing this to him not in the detail that I'm about to share with you but this was along the same timeline I couldn't move I was literally shackled to a hospital bed and I had struggled for so long that I was tired. I was looking for all these ways to get out of this situation but the only place that I could look was up. But at that time all I saw was the ceiling. I only saw the limitations. I wasn't looking up high enough. But once I did, I can only describe it as a calm that came over me. I looked beyond my temporary situation and I calmed down. And I just surrendered to being 
right where I was. Now notice I didn't say give up. I stopped fighting. And I started to think about the situations that led me to being where I was. And everything happens for a reason and for a season. And that's when I realized he was saving me from myself. Sometimes the only way to get your attention is to force you to be still. I have the whole wrong concept of the holdup. You see, the holdup was actually keeping me from harm. The holdup was going to bring about the greatest growth that I had yet to experience in my life that placed me on the pathway to leading right here to this moment where I'm sharing this message with you. You see, the hold up was going to keep me from running to a place called no return. There's a song that keeps me encouraged when I'm going through seasons of the hold up. And that song is called Shackles. The first verse says, In the corners of my mind, I just can't seem to find a reason to believe that I can break free. You see, I've been down for so long that I thought hope was gone. But as I lift my hands, I understand that I should praise you through my circumstance. It makes me think of a song or a psalm that is in the scriptures. And in this song or this psalm, it tells the life of Joseph, except from God's point of view, from the bigger picture, in his master plan designed for many. He sent one man ahead. And that man was Joseph. And this song describes how God was getting things together. How he was orchestrating things. And it describes Joseph's journey. It says his feet were hurt with shackles. That he was placed in chains of iron until it was time for God to bring the fulfillment of the dream that he had promised. And it describes how during the time that he was shackled, that God was actually testing him and refining him, making him ready for the great things that he was to accomplish. There's a scripture that says those that sow in tears will reap in joy. Now, what does that mean? It means that in Joseph's life, in the midst of his despair, he continued to sow into his gift. At a time when most would just say, you know, I've just been forgotten about. I've just been forsaken. I'm just sitting here held up in this place that I cannot get out of. But he continued to sow. And here again, we're at the universal principle of seed time and harvest. You see, there was 14 years that took place between the time that he was anointed with his dream to the point that he was appointed to his destiny. 
See, don't be afraid of where you've been. Joseph was not a slave, even though people treated him as one. Joseph was no prisoner, even though he was in a prison cell. You see, all the while, Joseph was a child of the Most High God. He was given a dream, and that dream took him through valleys low and mountains high. He took advantage of every situation he found himself in, and he utilized it to the best of his ability. David, in similar fashion, was anointed the king of Israel. But the very next day, guess where he had to go back to? Instead of going to the palace, he had to go back out there and shepherd them sheep. The journey of becoming the king, whew, he had to face lions. He had to face giants. He had to hide in caves, running for his life. But in all that, he was still God's child. And his holdup was growing and elevating him. To becoming the man that would be king. We're going to continue this. Putting things together. And understanding how things work. In the very next chapter. And I know this has been a long trying year for you. But if you've been held up. In whatever situation you have found yourself in, know that there is a reason and there is a season for it. The challenge question is, as we enter into this next year, if perhaps the season in your life is this continued holdup, will you allow anxiety and fear and anger and frustration cause you to enter into the waiting place, that place where you miss the point of it all? Or will you allow yourself to be patient and allow yourself to grow and utilize every moment to the best of your ability? Thank you for your time. Be green, reminding you that your story is being written every day. Take the pen.